It's the most wonderful time of the year With the kids jingle belling and everyone telling you be of good cheer It's the most wonderful time All right, welcome back into the Quintessential Ministry Podcast, Simple Christmas Love Edition. Uh, That is what we're talking about today with my friend, Pastor Kayla Colazzo. Kayla, would you say hello? Good morning. All right, or afternoon or whenever (laughs) you might be listening to this. So we're talking about love, and it was requested to me that I find a Christmas song to open the podcast with, so I will... Uh, let you know that is Ben Rector singing It's the Most Wonderful Time of the Year. My family loves Ben Rector and loves his new Christmas album, so I decided to grab that song and use it as the open. So hopefully that scratches the itch for anybody looking for um, Christmas music, and I know that my son Preston will be singing along when he listens to this later. So anyways, uh, we are talking about love. If you've been following along or if you grabbed a a packet from church here at Erie First, or maybe we dropped one off at your house. Uh, we have these simple Christmas devotionals, and several of us pastors on staff wrote devotionals for it. So last week, Pastor Nicole and I started by talking about hope. Today, we're going to talk about love, and next week, Pastor Don Fisher is going to join me as we talk about joy. Um, and these are the things that uh, Pastor Nicole is preaching about on Sunday mornings, and this is really just what we're doing as we wrap up 2020 trying to finish strong, the end of an absolutely crazy year, Um, and we're just trying to keep it simple and focus on the simple things that make Christmas great and make this the most wonderful time of the year. So um, before we jump into some of the things you wrote about, Kayla, uh, I will ask you the same question that Pastor Nicole asked me last week, which is, does your family have any unique or special Christmas traditions that you want to share with anybody listening? Oh, I don't know how unique they are, uh, but something we started with our boys a couple years ago was um, we don't have like an advent calendar at home, but we started, or I started, I guess. My husband has nothing to do with it. <laughs> he probably wouldn't do it if it was up to him, but... I'm sure he appreciates you selling him out like I'm that. sure he totally does. But anyway, we every year I wrap up like 24 different Christmas-themed books and number them. And we set them out books in the Books you room. own or you buy 24 new books? I don't buy 24 new books. I'll right. buy a couple new books, you know, from wherever, the, you know, the school book sale or thrift store or whatever. I'll buy a couple new ones and then we'll pull some of the favorites and wrap them up and number them. And then every night before they go to bed, we pick that, you know, whatever date it is. If it's December 8th, we pick book eight and we open it and... Um, read that book. And so it's it's kind of fun. Like Landon is 5 now, so he really enjoys opening it and he knows it's coming, so it's yeah. it's kind of fun. That's cool. Yeah. My we have a million books at my house, so Yeah, we do too. Um yeah. that's a good idea. I like it. Um okay, so you are our kids pastor, yeah. children's pastor, and yeah. uh so this last week the kids brought home a uh what did we call it? Like an advent Christmas craft. Kind yeah, of an, thing. an yeah. Advent Christmas craft, and they were able to put put it together and make an ornament for mm-hmm. the tree. Yep. Uh, so that was really cool, and it kind of coincides with um, this devotional that you wrote about here. And so, do you? Um, why don't I just let you kind of share what you were thinking as you were writing on this section from Luke two and the subject of love at Christmas time? Yeah. So I, when I got the passage and I read through it, um, you know, reading Luke two sixteen to twenty, I. 
it's kind of hard to, well, for me, it was hard anyway to find love in there. You know, it's not an, an obvious passage in scripture where we would say, yep, that's the one about love. You know, it's not the love chapter or anything like that. But um, just kind of reading through it, I, I did. I kind of struggled a little bit. But I, I love the part where it talks about Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. And um, I think so many times we tend to you know, rush around and bustle around through the Christmas season, and we don't really stop to focus on what's actually happening, you know, what's going on. Everything's so busy. We have all kinds of family obligations, and, you know, there's all kinds of extra stuff, and I think it can be hard for us to just sit and stop and think for a minute. Um, Even the shepherds, as we read kind of in this passage, um, it says that, um, so they hurried off, they being the shepherds, and found Mary and Joseph and the baby, who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what they had been told about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. So, you know, the shepherds saw it, and they just immediately ran off and scurried around and told everybody, which, not wrong, not wrong at all. Actually, it's pretty great. Um, But then it goes on to say, but Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. And um, I think there's like, those are two totally different you know, reactions to the same thing, right? One person's just sitting there and thinking and soaking it all in, and the others are just running around everywhere, you know, being really excited, which is great. Um, But I think there is love found in both aspects of worshiping Jesus, right? There's so much love in running around and telling everybody about the good news of Jesus, but there's also a huge amount of love in just sitting still and pondering you know, what's going on and all the good things that God is doing. And so I love that. And I think, you know, we need more of that at Christmas time. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, it it has me thinking of, it's, it seems kind of cliche, but the that comment about um, we need to be human beings, mm-hmm. not human doings. Yep. Right? So true. And even just thinking, uh, so this morning, Kayla and myself and nine um, kids from the student government, student council over at the school, we loaded up uh, one of our buses with all of the goodies and the toys, tons and tons of toys and lots and lots of food, uh, loaded them up in our bus and drove down to, where was that, OCY? Uh, Department of Human Services. Department of Human Services and uh, unloaded all of these things for uh, people, you know, so people here at Erie First have helped us collect, Mm -hmm. have donated all of this food and these um, goodies for these kids to bless them this holiday season. And so we just delivered all that and it was awesome. But kind of to put that in perspective of this human beings versus human doings, it can be so easy to just do the thing. Just, Mm -hmm. you know, even this time of year, it's the most wonderful time of the year, but are we slowing down? Are we pondering on the things that we're doing? Are we really realizing like, wow, all of this stuff all these material possessions and all of this food is actually going to bless people who need it right now. Right. And that's the win. That's the blessing. And sometimes we just get so bogged down with just making sure we do the things that need done. We just check off the list and we just, uh, you know, keep up with the the race. And, and um, the other thing I wrote down here, we talk a lot about personalities. If you've ever taken our foundations class, we go through the DISC profile Um, you might be more inclined to the Enneagram or some of the different personality type things, but, um, it's kind of that idea of task versus people, Mm, task, task people versus people, people. I am a task person, like a hundred days out of a hundred, but I really do want to be a people person. It's just so much easier for me to 
to focus on whatever the task is that needs done and attack it, the inanimate object that won't require anything mm-hmm. from me, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, but it's so important that we actually engage with people and that we, and so if you, in, in light of this scripture, all that to say, you can see where Mary, I could see where Mary is, you know, she's probably a people person and she probably really wants to treasure the, the moments that she's living through this, yes. this life changing event and all that it is, is really, she's, she is uh, burning this into her memory to withdraw upon it later, that kind of thing. Yeah. And I think she probably already knew she, you know, maybe she didn't, and this is definitely extrapolating here, but maybe she already knew that she was going to need these moments to get her through some of what was to come. Yeah. Well, Um, it's that stones of remembrance we talked about a couple weeks ago. Absolutely. uh, And that idea of the things that God has done in your past are what build your faith for the future. And so... Yeah, I mean, extrapolating yeah. for sure, but yep. definitely could could propose that that's what Mary was doing in this moment. Yeah, I think so for sure. And, you know, just kind of reading this passage, I think in Christmas and, and kind of what you were saying, doing the thing and getting all the things done and even what we did today with taking all the food and the toys, at the end of the day, they're still just things, you know, Um and uh, kind of as I was writing my devotional, I talked a lot about all the things we associate with Christmas that we think we love, right? We think we love hot chocolate, which you might love hot chocolate. That's not to say hot chocolate is not fabulous, because it is. But I think we associate Christmas with the things, and we stop. We, if we would stop long enough, we would probably realize that we love Christmas because of the people that we're with, yeah. and not the things that, you know, not the Christmas lights on the tree, because lights are lights 365 days a year, right? you know, not just the day that we associate with Christmas. And so I think there's a lot there that if we just pondered and stopped for a minute, you know, maybe took a lesson from Mary here, we would find so much more that we could be grateful for instead of just the things um, that that we love and and like about Christmas. You know, and they're all great things. There's nothing wrong with them, but they're still things at the end of the day. Well, and in a lot of ways, they are stones of remembrance. Oh, sure, absolutely. Pulling the lights out and putting them on the tree, that's just... Really, what what is happening is you're reflecting back on years past where mm-hmm. you have done that, and it's you're it's warming your heart, you know that sure. kind of thing. And so Absolutely. that's really what it is. Is it's uh, it's why they call it nostalgia, right? Because yeah. it's the everybody coming over for Thanksgiving. It's the traditions that we build around these holidays that really give us like a certain love for them, um, and and maybe make it easier in some ways to ponder the things in our heart to, because you remember this Christmas, this one Christmas where this one thing happened, and you remember it because it was kind of centered around lights or centered around a meal or whatever the case is. Yeah, absolutely. I think so. I mean, even at our house, we've got tons of handmade ornaments that, you know, the kids have made and picture ornaments and I love those because you pull them out and you're like, oh, look how small he was. Or I remember when he made this or, you know, so many things, even in just individual ornaments on on a tree right not even just the christmas tree itself but everything we put on it and people you know ornaments that people have given me and there's a lot of things that i i love them not because of the ornament but because of who gave it to me right, right. or who made right. it and um you're right it they definitely are stones of remembrance and and history and past and where we came from and those things are important right so yeah i think that's really the encouragement uh from your devotional here and also from uh just this conversation that we're having that you know, take this time 
uh, at the end of this crazy year to, to really um, make some special memories and burn some things into your mind and ponder them in your heart and, and remember why uh, we love this time of year and remember why, um, you know, just what makes it so special. It's not just the things, but it's the people and uh, the reason that we celebrate this season. So, um, yeah, I am, uh, you know, I was encouraged by reading this and I just, uh, it challenges me. I'm always trying to get better at being a people person over a task person. I think part of uh, addressing that is knowing it's not how you're naturally wired. So mm-hmm. then you can That's true. hopefully take some steps to correct it. That's true. Um, and I don't know, maybe Mary was, uh, maybe Mary was a task person, but I think when your task is giving birth to the savior of the world and raising <laughs> them well, it's a pretty big task. Yeah. But also you kind of know, like, yeah, I, I have, I'm a vessel at this point, yeah, right? Yeah. Very I, little control over that situation yeah, so. for sure. Anyways, uh, yeah. it, any other thoughts on this or just on our series that we're going through or maybe what the kids are doing in uh, kids church here? Yeah, it's kind of cool. We're in Kids Church. We're, we just started a new series this past Sunday called Light It Up. And so uh, every week there'll be four boxes on the stage and they light up periodically through the lesson with uh, pictures that kind of take us through the, through the lesson. And it's, it's fun, right? The kids are having a really great time. But I love that um, everything seems to pair with, with what we're doing every week. And this past week we talked about Zachariah and Elizabeth, and I'm not going to tell you what we're chatting about this week because you got to come kids all right there gotta you go. come to kids church but it's gonna be a lot of fun and I think um hopefully they're making memories too right we want even that craft that they took home and made to be a remembrance of hey I remember when I did this you know with my church family for Mary first and and when I got to bring this home and so those are cool those are good memories we want them to have on the tree good stone of remembrance of coming to church and hearing about Jesus and and loving coming to church. I want every kid to love to come to church because, you know, I think a lot of times when kids get older, you know, we have to drag them there. That's not what I want for these kids. I want them to have great memories of coming to church and loving going to church. And so, um, so that's pretty good. But, you know, just my heart overall is this, you know, we need to take time to just remember why we celebrate, right? Why we why we have the tree in the first place, why we give gifts, right? To represent the one true gift of all, which is Jesus. And um, obviously we know Christmas is probably going to look a little different for a lot of families this year in that we don't get so caught up in what's different that we forget what's the same and who is the same and who's never changing regardless of the situation or the climate of the world that we live in, and that's Jesus, and that he is always the same. Um, He's always consistent. He's always there. He doesn't change. Uh, He doesn't go in and out of fashion. He is Jesus, and and that's something that we can rest in and be confident in uh, every Christmas and not just this one, so... Yeah, absolutely. And that's, it's just such a good reminder. So, um, yeah, so if you have, uh, have not been following along, definitely jump in. Like I said, last week, um, Pastor Nicole actually yesterday preached a sermon on hope. And last week we did the first podcast, which kind of was a teaser to that. Uh, this week she will be preaching a message on love. So here is kind of the precursor to that. Um, and if you do need a, uh, a devotional packet, there's some candles in there. You can do an Advent celebration and time of remembrance by yourself or with your family. Uh, send us a message here at Erie First or give us a call, and we would love to get that in your hands. Drop it off at your porch, whatever we need to do in this time, because uh, it is just good to remember to keep it simple 
um, and to um, continue to reflect. So this Sunday, 9 a.m. or 11 a.m., we will be uh, having our services in person, plenty of social distancing, plenty of cleanliness, wear your masks, all the things. And then um, Facebook Live, YouTube uh, will be for the 11 a.m. service. And lastly, a reminder that on Christmas Eve, we will have a 2 p.m. and 4 p.m. service. The 4 p.m. will be live streamed. Uh, and that's kind of the same thing. We are working very hard here to keep everyone safe and keep everyone uh, social distanced and, and do our part. But we do believe it's important. Uh, and Pastor Nicole and I had a little bit of a conversation in this in last week's podcast. So if you didn't listen, you can go back and check it out. But we think it's important in this time uh, to be um, plugged into church and mm. to yep. for the church to be open and available and uh, careful, of course. Um but this is a time where we need each other and we need the encouragement uh, that we get from gathering together as the body of Christ. So um, we are going to continue to do that. Uh, Kayla, any other thoughts as we kind of wrap up this podcast and um, and just share Christmas and love and everything else with, with people? No, I just, we love you and uh, we're praying for you now and always and we, we can't wait to celebrate Christmas with you and, uh, and your kids and uh, bring them out and um, we're excited. Absolutely. So anything you need at all, you can message us here at the church or give us a ring. Um, and I feel like a radio DJ, but again, this is <laughs> Ben Rector. Uh, it's the most wonderful time of the year for our play-in and play-out music uh, for these Christmas podcasts. Thanks so much for listening. We appreciate you. And next week, Pastor Don Fisher will be joining me and we will talk and about everyone joy. telling you be of good cheer. It's the most wonderful time of the year